Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to another week of Max Potential Habits. I'm your host, Dr. Amanda Barrienti, the founder of NFA Coaching and the host of Max Potential Habits. This is your place to come every single week for tips, tools, and inspirational interviews to help you optimize your habits so you can thrive in life and business. And for those of you who watch me on IGTV or YouTube and know my normal routine, you'll be very clear that this is not my normal office. <laughs> so I'm on the road and I wanted to share with you the lessons of the road, the value of pattern interrupts. And this is gonna be a very different type of uh, podcast or episode than I usually release just because I'm on the road and I thought, hey, you know what? Let's record on the road and see how it goes because one of my main goals in building my business is to have it be creating a lifestyle opportunity for me where I travel a lot and I wanted to go and see how it felt to work on the road. So I've had in my vision for quite a long time that I was going to write an outline for my book that I'm writing third or fourth quarter uh, in Oregon. And because there's so many fires, I thought, mm, that's not the greatest idea. And so I sat down to map out where do I want to go? When do I want to go? What's going to happen? And I just made it happen. And I said, I've never been to Montana. So here I am in Montana at an Airbnb. It's beautiful. You can tell by the moose back there. <laughs> Not, not real for those of you listening, it's on the furniture, <laughs> that I'm in Montana. So I actually did a road trip and from Boulder, Colorado, where I live, that's about a 16 hour drive. And I decided, hey, I'm going to go to a couple of places I've never been. The first being Idaho and the second being Montana. I drove through Wyoming to get here, but I've been to Wyoming many times. So what I want to talk to you about today is certain lessons I'm learning from being on the road as a business owner, as a woman, as a human, as someone who's seeking conscious evolution at all points in time, as someone who is constantly thinking about mindset and habits and love and connection and optimization of self so that we can feel good in our lives and businesses. And I have had Ooh, a lot of insights and a lot of perspective. And this is going to be a really deep dive, vulnerable share episode. So get ready for that. Um, one thing I want to say is that when I was planning this trip, I was really excited to get out of my normal routine. I started to just have that itch feel of like, I gotta get out of town. You know, with COVID, I know a lot of us have been feeling kind of stuck and isolated. And for me, my oldest daughter, all actually all of my kids were with me for several weeks of quarantine. And when it was, you know, on in, in the phase where everyone was mandated to stay home completely, I was with all of my kids. And it was actually awesome for me because we had family dinners every single night for weeks, which doesn't happen when we're not in quarantine because everyone's so busy and all the kids are, you know, they're in their teens and, and one's a, in, just turned 22, my oldest. And, you know, they're not hanging out with mom every day, all day. And often we don't get, we don't pull together family dinner. They don't even live with me all the time. Right. So I was actually psyched to have them with me all the time. And I loved it. Then my older daughter moved. Then my son went back with his dad who lives close to me. We see each other. His dad and I are really good friends. And, and, but they didn't live with me anymore. And then my oldest daughter went back to school in August. And so all of a sudden here I am a total empty nester 
for the first time in my life, really. I've had a lot of freedom and flexibility because of getting divorced and having different schedules. And I had two of my kids, my girls, uh, most of the time. My son would go back and forth some, but has primarily lived with his dad. And so I've had kids around most uh, my whole adult life. I got pregnant when I was 20. So I've had kids around. I've had dog. I've had partners. You know, my ex-husband and I were married for 15 years. We were together for 18 straight. Then I got partnered after that and we were together for years. And then I've had kids. I've had pets. Like it, I've never been alone. And now I'm all of a sudden like alone, alone. My dog is with my ex-husband um, just because I had her for several years and we trade her. <laughs> Funny. Shared custody of the dog. Um, my son is with his dad full-time he we see each other but he lives with him primarily so my middle daughter who's 18 is just about to move into her own place and so she's been back and forth and she had lived with friend and done all kinds of different things and then now my oldest daughter is back in school and i'm just like oh wow this is a completely different reality um when you live alone and work from home right i'm on my computer all day every day and i am very highly productive i do all kinds of stuff as you know i release a lot of stuff every week. I coach clients. I have group coaching. I am now outlining and writing a book. Um, I create online courses. I'm doing all kinds of stuff, but it's all from home. And usually for my outlet, I would, you know, when I had a partner, I was hanging out with my partner in my spare time. And then if I, when I haven't been partnered, sometimes I've dated and sometimes I would go to networking events, like just to hang out with other people. Now with COVID, there's no networking events. So I've been really feeling it where I was like, oh, I'm feeling isolated and kind of lonely and a little weird. And, you know, being a mindset master that I am not master, meaning like I've got it all figured out. I just mean like as I work toward mastery, I'm always thinking, okay, I feel off. I listen to my feelings and I feel off and I go, what can I do about it? And so I thought a trip, a trip will be great, right? Like I'm at an Airbnb in Montana. I'm on two and a half acres surrounded by woods. There's like deer and animals out here all the time. Right beyond the trees is a lake. Um, Flathead Lake. It's absolutely gorgeous. I drove through Idaho and oh wow, Idaho is freaking spectacular. I had no idea. I mean, and the leaves are changing. So I stopped a million times to take pictures. I'm going to drive back that way actually, because it'll have been another week and the leaves are going to be even more spectacular. So I'm just feeling super blessed, super inspired to travel a lot and also getting a lot of clarity about what's working in my life and what's not. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. Really want you to think about pattern interrupts. The reason I think traveling is so important, if you can, I know that sometimes we can't, that's understandable. I haven't always been able to travel in my life. Sometimes it was money or work or relationships or kids. COVID is a restrictive time to travel in certain ways. I get it. But let's say you can travel even if it's going to your next town over to go on a walk. That's, I'm talking about travel. <laughs> okay, of course, if we can go to another country, awesome. Like those things are all great. But let, let's say from even the most limited space, you could go to the next town over if it's even an hour away just to go on a walk in a new space. And the reason why these pattern interrupts are so important is because it gets you out of your normal BS. <laughs> it gets you out of your normal thinking. It gets you out of your autopilot habits. It gets you out of the, the typical ways that we... Per, 
perceive ourselves and perceive the world, right? It's like entering into new territory and into a new land and into new ways of thinking helps us change our brain. And it gets us out of that normative way that we typically think that habitual thought process that might not be working. So the question that, that I came up with thinking about this is, are you leading your life by conscious intention or are you being led by unconscious momentum? Okay, so conscious intention or unconscious momentum. And that unconscious momentum could maybe be in a direction you don't want to go, right? So you got to really take the time to evaluate. And often something that helps is a pattern interrupt. I've noticed this with a lot of people that during COVID, they've had a pattern interrupt and they've really stepped back and gone like, what matters to me in my life? What kind of people do I want to hang out with? How do I want to make my money? What do I want to get up and do every day? How do I want to feel? You know, if we're, when we're faced with, I wouldn't say that COVID is a life or death situation for everybody, but it's such a big pattern interrupt that it makes us question, how am I living my life? And when I do die and I'm on my deathbed, what do I want to have created? Who do I want to have spent my time with? How do I want to have shown up in the world? What do I want people to say about me on my deathbed? What, you know, if you could be at your funeral or wake, whatever it is for you, what would you want people to be saying about you? This stuff matters because our life is a little blip on the radar, really, and, and make it matter. And, and you matter, right? So show up and matter and think about these things. And, and the thing I like about travel is it causes you to have different thoughts and to experience different things. I think road trips are really cool for this. You know, for me, it's like I do a lot of inner reflection. I listen to a lot of books. So of course, I, I listened to four on the way here and it was intensely powerful. I listen to music. I cry. I sing. I get out of my car and like, you know, act crazy. And it, it's just awesome because it's a pattern interrupt. I'm not at home doing my normal thing on autopilot. And my autopilot habits are setting me up for success because I'm a habits and mindset coach, right? So I know how to do that, but they're still on autopilot, right? And I still don't have those pattern interrupts all the time when I'm staying at home every day, all day, doing the same thing day in and day out. And so it's been really good for me to have this pattern interrupt. So just keep asking yourself that question. Am I leading my life by conscious intention or am I being led by unconscious momentum? Basically, you're asking yourself, is my life going where I want it to go? And if it's not, that's okay. We all are there sometimes. If you're in a place right now where you're like, crap, my life sucks. It's not really what I want. My business isn't what I want. I feel frustrated and stuck and irritated and not inspired. Okay, awesome. Know that you're there and start taking action in a new direction, right? These are powerful questions for self-reflection. You can ask yourself, you know, what do I really want? what's making me happy? What's making me sad? What's having me feel fulfilled? Am I longing for more? Am I needing to change my friend circle? Am I needing to reevaluate a partnership? Do I need to have important conversations in a partnership that are hard to have? Am I spending time in my J-O-B that I love and then my, I have a business side hustle that I want to grow into full-time or is it that I love my job, I love the security of it, and I just want to have extra money coming in from my side hustle that's in alignment with my values, but it, it, you know, just ask yourself these questions. Take time for self-reflection. That's really what pattern interrupts are about. It's what road trips are about. It's what traveling is about. And it's what journaling is about and meditation. So I want to talk to you about, you know, the lessons that I've gotten from the road. And, and one of them is that you need to get into the habit of exploring something new every week. 
So like I said, if you can't travel to a new place, like fly somewhere or drive, you know, 15 hours or 16 hours into other states, go to the next town over, go to a different restaurant than you usually go to, drink a different type of coffee than you usually have, brush your teeth with your non-dominant hand. These are funny things to consider, but what happens is that you create neural pathways in your brain that are the paths of least resistance. It's like tamping down a path uh, to camp on campus. I used to think about this when I was walking on CU campus. There was always a path in the grass between two buildings where people would just walk that way even though there was a sidewalk close by the path was faster to go through the grass and it tamps down a path and it's the pathway of least resistance and then once people started seeing it's a path then more people walk there and then it just becomes a dirt path in the middle of the grass and that's what happens to our brain our brain wants to take the path of least resistance now this is awesome if it's setting you up for success and getting where you want to go it's not great if it's not getting where you want to go and the way to change it is to just start pattern interrupts, do things a little bit differently and create new neural wiring. Because what happens when you don't use certain parts of your brain, it's called pruning, certain parts die, certain pathways die. And you're, you have brain plasticity, so you can change this by just doing new things, by trying out new foods, by going to a different restaurant, by taking a different path to work than you normally take, by interrupting the norm for yourself. This is really fun for pattern interrupt and to explore new habits, new adventures, new ways of being every single week. So I say do something every week that's going to shift you. I used to, <laughs> before I knew a lot about neuroscience, I love that I did this. I, I must have, I don't know where I heard it or read it because this was in like high school or college. It was in high school, I think. I used to um, wash, when I would do like cleaning, I, I would do it with the opposite hand, with my left hand, because I heard somewhere it was good for your brain. And then I would do everything that day with my opposite hand to the best of my capabilities. Obviously, certain things are really hard, like writing notes in class, not going to work well. But, you know, I'd eat with the different hand and brush my teeth with the different hand and then clean the shower with the different hand and then put on my clothes with the different hand. And it's like hard, you realize, but you can actually learn it. And then you notice how then you're more present in the moment because autopilot actually is built in to help you not have to make, remember everything right? So it's built to help your brain be more efficient. So when you do something with the opposite, it actually brings you more into the present moment because you have to focus on it differently. So it's a really powerful tool to just shake things up. Next, get uncomfortable. <laughs> this is a big one. Going on a trip by myself, I'm a very independent person. I like to travel and I'm not afraid to be alone and, and I'm not like afraid of the world, but you know, it was interesting. I went to dinner um, by myself, of course, because I'm on a trip by myself. And I went to this brewery and I was like, oh, I'll go journal and have a beer and get a salad and hang out on the river. I'm on, I was on the Snake River in Idaho and it was like fabulous. And I'm just having this amazing time. And something triggered me. I was reading through my journal, but which was, you know, from this year. So, you know, a lot of, you know, I had a breakup and a, we, we moved out and I haven't really talked to my ex-partner much. And I had this I, something triggered me and I keep trying to go back and look at what it was because it's always important to do when you get triggered to go back and go like, what was the thought or feeling that I was having so that you can recreate it in a new way and shift it in a new direction. And, and it, you know, it was like, I was the only single person there, not even just the only single woman. I was the only single person there. Um, it's in a town where there's a lot of tourists. So there's lots of couples, there's lots of families and and I'm a single woman, you know, and I'm reading about like my breakup and all the lessons I've learned. And I got like, I got upset and I was like, I got to get out of here. 
And I left the restaurant and I had a mile and a half walk back to the hotel. And I was like, as I was walking back, <laughs> it was really fascinating how the universe works. There were like five couples. No, there were three, three couples getting married. Like not, they weren't getting, the wedding wasn't then, but they were doing wedding pictures because it was Idaho Falls and it's this beautiful place, perfect time of the year, not too hot, not too cold. And I was like, oh, that's just awesome. <laughs> so there's these couples like kissing and in love and wedding, you know, they're in their, their uh, dresses and tuxes. And, and I was just like, oh my gosh, how hilarious. So I was like walking fast because I was like, I got to cry. I got to go back to my hotel room. So I got to my hotel room and I just cried. And, and it was interesting because for me, I've in the last couple of years been really learning how to allow myself to have my feelings and not avoid them. Um, I don't love to feel sad. I, I, yeah, I just haven't loved to feel sad. And so I really surrendered to letting go, stopping controlling and allowing myself to feel what I feel. And I think there was a fear for me. I used to have that if I started to cry, I might never stop or it wouldn't be controllable. I've had a history of, I've had a few times in my life where I was really depressed and thought about suicide. And I think that I had this fear that if I let myself feel, then I would slip back into that mode of feeling, which was terrifying. It was terrifying to feel that way. And so as I, I've learned, like when you lean into your feelings, they actually pass a lot faster than you'd think. And when you hold on to them and don't let yourself feel it, they actually grow and it gets bigger and bigger and it's harder and harder to let pass. So now when I feel myself wanting to cry, I just do, I just let myself cry. And so I just sat there and I cried my eyes out for a while. <laughs> And here I am on this vacation, like in this beautiful place. And I'm like, why am I sad? Why am I crying? You know, what's there? And I just dug into it and I let myself cry. I journaled and I meditated. And then the night was incredible. And I didn't stuff it and I didn't run from it. I let myself sit in the pain. So that's another lesson from the road is that meditation is one of the simplest, most powerful life changers. And the reason why is because it allows you to sit in discomfort longer. Okay. When we, what we avoid grows, what we avoid grows. So if you pretend you're not sad, you're going to feel sad energetically and you're going to be sending out that broadcast to the universe. It's going to bring more stuff for you to feel sad about. So as a manifestation coach, I know this too. And I go, oh, law of attraction. I don't want to hold on to this sadness. Let it, let myself feel it, experience it and then let it go. And yeah, <laughs> I'm looking at my notes. So I had a little pause there. Um, really meditation helps you respond instead of react. And when we're in a place of responsivity, we have, we, we turn on our, our, um, our, instead of being stuck in our primal brain that wants to run away, our amygdala that's fear-based, we get to step into our executive center and, and we get to just interact in our lives from a totally different place. So I've got two minutes until someone comes on. So I'm going to say takeaways for action steps. Number one, give your son, yourself time to reflect this week. Give yourself time to reflect. Ask yourself what's working, what's not. What do you need to drop or add? 
just think about it, journal about it and, and get an alignment because you want your life to be meaningful and awesome and inspirational and on fire. And it's possible. I promise you, if you feel sad, feel sad. If you feel happy, feel happy. Let yourself feel your feelings, but take time to reflect and ask what's working, what's not, and what do you need to drop or add? And then do something today or this week that stretches your comfort zone, just to get out of your autopilot habits, to have a pattern interrupt and to shift in a new direction and expand yourself. That's what I've got for you today from Montana. And soon you'll be getting more episodes from other places because I'm going to travel more. I've got the travel bug. I hope you have an incredible, fulfilling Max Potential Week where you thrive and feel alive. And I'll see you next time. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Max Potential Habits Podcast. If you're liking what you've heard, it would be so incredibly awesome if you would subscribe to the channel and leave a five-star rating and a written review. This helps me help more people while we grow our NFA community so we can rock it out together. For Max Potential Habits resources, go to nfacoaching.com where you can access all of my resources. There's free ebooks, PDF checklists, a journal template, a business mindset meditation kit, and so much more. Plus, links to NFA Coaching on Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, and Facebook. And if you're super serious about up-leveling, there's also a link to schedule a free consult to work with me in group or one-on-one coaching. Until next time, I hope you have a Max Potential Habits Day where you get inspired to do whatever it takes to transform into the most empowered version of yourself so you can lead a rich, thriving, kick-ass life and business.